You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus taught us to pray with perseverance. Learn more about asking, seeking, and knocking in week 14 of our series, Redefined. Let's look at Matthew 7, verses 7 to 12. Matthew 7, verses 7 to 12. It says here, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receive, and the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks him for a bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So, whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Let's bow down our heads and let's pray. O God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God. Answer us, O Lord, answer us, that we may know that you are working in our hearts, that you are calling us to you, you're drawing us near. Let fire from heaven come down and consume us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Look at the first two verses of the, the, what we're reading right now. Matthew 7, verses 7 to 8. It says here, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. And he repeats it again. He says, Ask, seek, knock. Ask, seek, knock. God, who is our King, and at the same time, our Father, through Jesus, is commanding us one thing, which is the same thing actually. He just used three different words to describe this one thing. And that's prayer, coming to God in prayer. God is commanding us to pray to Him. You know, every time we read or every time we see a command in the Bible, actually most of the time when we see a command in the Bible, it, there is usually an upcoming promise to it. You see, Jesus right now is using three words and he repeats it. Ask, seek, knock. Ask, seek, knock. It's as if Jesus is saying, oh, you gotta get this. Kailangan makuha natin to pray, prayer. There's something amazing here. And not only that, if you would also realize that's the command of God. Ask, seek, knock. The promise of God is that when you ask, you will receive. When you seek, you will find. When you knock, it will be opened. And if you would realize also, nag-iiba yung, yung, ano niya, yung tense niya, from a present tense or a future tense, there's a present tense. What does it all mean? In this verse, couple of verses alone, Jesus was saying the importance of prayer. Oh, you just, you have to do this. There's something here. There's, there's, there's a promise every time when we pray. And not only that, na, 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 kung makikita nyo, nag-shift siya, my present tense, my future tense, what does it mean? It means that we can come to God in prayer in our present situation. Whatever your background is. Whatever, kung ano man yung pinagdadaanan natin. Kung nasan man tayo sa stage ng buhay natin. We can come to God right now as we are and expect, because He promised, expect that we will receive, find, and it will be open to us. And not only that, we can come to God even in the future. And know now when we pray in the future, He will make us see, receive, and the door will be opened. So prayer is not just a one-time event. 
Hindi lang tayo nagpe-pray pag may kailangan tayo. Jesus is saying, prayer is more of a lifestyle. And we don't end in prayer. God is actually commanding us to persist in prayers. Persistence. Meaning, hindi tayo basta-basta tumitigil. You know what? There's a parallel verse of this found in Luke 11. I won't read it, but I'll just share to you a story similar to how Jesus delivered it. Sabi niya, may isa daw uh, lalaki, all of a sudden, biglang may bumisita. Someone visited that person's house. Now, the problem is, bumisita tong taong to, malamang kamag-anak niya. doesn't say, say there, bumisita din yung kamag-anak niya, he was not prepared. Wala siyang dalang, uh, wala siyang handa or anything. And you know us, right? Have you experienced that when someone visits your house, sometimes in the expected? And all of a sudden, you need to, you know, kailangan may ihanda ka, may ilabas ka. You know, um, growing up, one of my family members, not my mom, one of my family members, pag may bisita, bilang nilalabas yung mga plato na nasa cabinet. Diba? Tapos pag ano, uh, sorry, wala kami, wala kami handa. Anak, anak, bumili ka Spanish bread. Bali. Okay. Bali ka Coke. Diba? I- Biglang binubuksan yung spam, biglang inoon yung aircon, diba? We want to accommodate the guest. Now, the problem with this man, when this visitor came, it was already nighttime, gabi na. And he doesn't have anything. Good thing may kapitbahay siya or may friend siya na nakatira, maraming pagkain. So, pinuntahan niya. Tol, pre. Meron uh, kasi kayong kamag-anak, kailangan ng... Diba marami kang mga extra dyan? Pingin naman food. So, alam mo yun, deny-burn niya na lang siguro. Okay, sorry ha, natutulog na kasi kami. Tapos, kinulit niya na kinulit. Deny-burn, minessage, kinatok, tinawagan, minisko, lahat. Okay? Talaga kinulit o kinulit. Tapos sabi, sige na, sige na, sige na. And who among you here, you know already of someone na sobrang kulit, yung parang at the end of it, ah, sige na nga. Have you ever experienced that? Yung talaga ayaw na ayaw mo naman sana. You don't wanna do it, pero because they were so persistent, sobrang kulit, sobrang paulit-ulit, you just gave in. We have all experienced that, right? In the same way that this makulit friend, this persistent friend was with his other friend, Jesus is actually telling us to be that makulit, persistent in our prayers. Ask, seek, knock. Ask, seek, knock. Be persistent in prayers. If you would notice, there's ask, seek, knock. This is not levels of prayer, no? Hindi to yung parang, oh, entry-level prayer, ask level. <laughs> Expert-level, knock prayer. Hindi, it's not like that. It's more of an attitude of the heart. You know what, here, looking at that story, I remember, who among you here, uh, you have kids? You have kids? Okay, I'm actually, I have a toddler right now. And for some of you who have kids, maybe tapos na po kayo sa stage na to. They're so cute and adorable. No toddlers? Yeah? And if you know, or ganito na lang, sino sa may pamangkin? Nephew, niece, na mga three years old pababa. Three, four years old. Oh, yan. They're so cute, right? And noisy at the same time. You know what? When their parents are there, or maybe you are there, isn't it true that they keep on asking things? Bakit? Bakit? Why? Why? But bakit siya? Bakit? Diba? Have you, have you, do you know that? And not only that, I have a toddler right now, and he doesn't speak yet, you know, but he keeps on asking us to do things for him. Like, meron siyang laruan, 
Parang gusto niyang pabukas sa amin, may book, gusto niyang pabasa sa amin, may kutsilyo, gusto niyang kunin sa amin. Joke lang. <laughs> may kutsilyo pala eh, no? And he keeps on asking. When my, my kid knows that we're there, he keeps on coming to us and tell us, hey, 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 can you do this? Like, open the wallet, give me money. Okay? <laughs> but when sometimes, you know, we, we can't really look at him always. Sometimes we clean at the other side of the room. Kami mag-asawa, nasa kabilang kwarto kami. And when my, when, when, when my kid realized that, realizes that he's alone, and maybe pati yung mga uh, naisip yung pamangke, nephew, niece, realize that they are alone and their parents are not there, isn't it true they start being anxious and they start looking for their parents? Diba? Hinahanap nila. And if they know that their parents in the, uh, is in the other room to sarado yung pinto, isn't it though that they knock the door and then make noise and then they cry? But that's how Jedi does it. <laughs> when he knows that we're just somewhere in the house, but he doesn't see us, but he just cries, hey, where are you? He's crying, he's knocking, he's throwing our TV. Okay, so... <laughs> no, he doesn't do that. Nangulit! <laughs> crying out! God saying we can do that to God because He is our Father. It's not a level, it's actually an attitude, desperate, hungry, longing for God, His presence. You know what, all of us here, we've experienced this, especially kung bagong Christian. Isn't it true sometimes when we pray to God, sometimes we feel the presence of God. We feel like He's there. Now when we pray, parang feeling mo sasagutin ni God. Yung ang sarap pag-worship, yung kahit saan nag-worship ka, kahit nasa CR ka nag-worship ka, tapos feeling mo gadagada ng boses mo. Diba? You're crying, you're worshiping to God. But isn't it also true that there are times that when we pray, it's as if no one's listening. Or even worse, He's not answering our prayers. Or, instead of the prayers that you're asking for happens, it's the other way around. Hindi na nga, hindi, hindi na nga sinagot yung prayers mo. Kabaliktaran ba yun nangyari? What do we do when we feel like God's not there? What do we do when we feel like the doors of heaven are closed? What do we do when we feel like no one's listening? I've met already some people and some of them just wants to give up on their faith. Tatampo kay Lord, ayaw na mag-victory group, ayaw na mag-disciple, ayaw na mag-service, ayaw na mag-church. Just gives up on God. Some of them, I've talked to people, they got more bitter or they got better with God. And here was Jesus saying, no, ask, seek, knock, like a child longing for his father. Ask, seek, knock. Persistent prayer. Because if you ask, you will receive. If you seek, you will find. Continually knock, it will be opened to you. Persist in prayers. Why can we persist in prayers? How is it that we can persist in prayers? Paano tayo nakakapagpangulit kay God? The answer is found in the next verse. Look at this. In verse 9, it says here, 
Or which one of you, if his son asks for a bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? Ang sagot, wala po. <laughs> There's no right-minded parent who asked for a bread and would give him a stone. In short, wala naman po sa atin bilang magulang na magbibigay na isang bagay na makakasakit sa anak natin. And God, Jesus is saying, God's like that. In fact, He pushes the analogy further. In the next verse, He says here, If you then who are evil. Wow. Jesus just called us evil. And if we're honest, it's true. If you look at our hearts, we have, we have sin. Apart from the grace and the, the, what Jesus Christ has done on the cross for us, we are sinners. We are evil. But guess what? Isn't it true? Even though if we're not perfect... We still give good gifts to our loved ones, right? He says here, If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good gifts or good things to those who ask Him? The reason why we can persist in prayers is because we have a good Father. We have an amazing, perfect Father. God is not like our earthly fathers. Who, is, who are as amazing as they are, we all would agree, right, that they're not perfect. If you're a parent here, you would agree, ako, hindi ako perfect. There are some things that I want to do. Give, I can't. And sometimes I'm doing something that that's wrong. We're not perfect. But God's not like that. That's what Jesus is saying. Misa nga tayo, misa pagpasawa, hindi, you know, we, we have punishment. But God's not like, He says, how much more God who gives good things to those who ask Him. The reason why we can come to God and persist in prayers is because we have a good Father. We can come to Him. The problem is, sometimes we come to Him with all the wrong reasons. Sometimes we come to Him thinking, Lord, ito yung, ito yung good, ito yung best. Lord, I have, I've been praying for this. Years, years. I don't see why you won't give this to me. This is good. It's going to bless other people. It's going to help my family. It's going to help my work. Why won't you give this to me? I got reminded of James 4 verses 2 to 3. It says here actually, you desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. Sometimes that's the reason why we don't have the promises of God in our lives. Because we're not asking. But look at this. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. Ouch, James. And sometimes we have that things, Right? We have those prayers na feeling natin, ito, God, this is good. Going back to the analogy, a son asks for a bread and a fish because God is a good father, he wouldn't give a stone and an eel. But what would happen? Would you think God is a good father when, when the child thinks that he is asking for a bread, but he is actually asking for a stone? Do you think God is good if he gives the stone? What do I mean? Sometimes we think what we're asking God is good because we can only see it 
in our level, in our finite minds. But God's infinite in His wisdom, perfect in His holiness, unending in His love and mercy to us. May mga bagay tayong hindi nakikita because God has a different perspective in life. And sometimes we pray those prayers. Lord, give me a love life. Christmas na. Lord, siya na talaga, Lord. He has 12 pack abs. <laughs> Grabe 12 pack, no? Centipede. Okay. He's the answer to my prayer. This is the business that I've been waiting for. This is the, the opportunity that, that I've been looking for. God give it to me. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that we don't know it completely unlike God. You know what? God defines what is good or not. We don't get to tell Him, itong pinagpipray ko, ito na yung best, 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 best. As a good father, He defines what is good or not. It is our job. It is our duty as a son and a king, uh, as a son and a citizen of the kingdom to pray in faith. Now, does it mean na parang hala, ayoko na magpray kasi hindi ko sure kung tama ba yung heart ko? No, no, no. It's okay. Again, we can come to God with all our, with all of our flaws and all, all of our faulty prayers. It's okay. We can come to God. We can come to God kahit mali yung motivation ng hearts natin. That's the good thing about our God. But I hope as we pray to God, we, we would realize that it is actually a journey of our relationship with Him. There are certain things that when God doesn't answer our prayers, I hope our response isn't, Bahala ka na nga, Lord. Hindi ko talaga matindok, but di mo ginawa to. And then that's where we mature. When we realize, oh, I've been praying for this and it's not the best. Okay, Lord, I will trust and yield and obey. It's hard, right? So how can we do this? How can we pray in faith? And I hope the message wouldn't make us feel, ayoko na magpray. No, it's in fact the opposite. We can come to God as we are, and He will meet us where we are. But we don't define what's good or not. He does. It's our responsibility to come to Him in faith. So it's hard, right? It's a good thing. In the same parallel verse in Luke 11, God says this, Jesus says this, If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father, He defines it right now, kanina nakalagay lang doon, good things, but this time, He says, will Father will give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. What does it mean? Left on our own, our personal desires, that's where things go wrong. We become selfish, we become thinking about ourselves, but that's where the Holy Spirit needs to come. Ask, seek, find. Lahat ng mga bagay na narinig natin sa redefine, it's so hard to do apart from the power of the Holy Spirit. So what should we do? Ask the Holy Spirit. Lord, give me the Holy Spirit. Lord, fill me with the Spirit. Lord, guide me. Give me wisdom. The Holy Spirit is our counselor. He changes our desires. That's the nice thing about the Holy Spirit. He changes our hearts so that our personal desires will be aligned with the kingdom desires of God. Remember the context of redefined? Redefined is never about, and even the, the whole Bible, the, the message of Jesus doesn't revolve around us and our needs. 
He is redefining it so that our needs are aligned to the kingdom needs, are aligned to the will of God. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Remember that prayer? So how will that change? When we ask the Holy Spirit, change our hearts, God, so that our desires will be kingdom desires. When the kingdom becomes personal to us, when the kingdom needs and desires becomes personal to us, and when we pray the personal needs and desires that we have, we know that it has an effect to the kingdom of God. It means that, yes, we can come to God with whatever we want to pray for. Vacation, provision, healing, salvation. But ultimately, we know that it's not about, ay, para maging madali yung buhay ko. No! The reason why we're asking for favor, provision, breakthroughs, healing, salvation, is because we know this is the will of the King. This is the kingdom of God coming down here on earth. When we realize that, our big problems, and I'm not belittling anyone's problems here, but when we see our problems, we suddenly realize, oh, I have a big problem, but I have a bigger God. Oh, I thought this is the scope of God's work. And then we see the kingdom of God. Oh, He's moving, not just in my life, but in that aspect, in that nation, in that family, in that campus, in that uh, company. Wow! If God can work in those things, I know He can work in my life. And then the problem suddenly becomes smaller because we realize God is big. Because the kingdom becomes personal to us. If God can deal with the problems of the nations, He can deal with our issues as well. Because the kingdom becomes personal. And now we have that confidence to pray, Lord, you're going to do your mighty work in my life. Kaya kaya natin mag-minister kahit may problem. Kaya kaya natin mag-pray kahit may pinagdadaanan. Just want to share a story you know, about this. Um, we've been constantly doing prayer walks and these students are praying. Some of them are fasting for their campus. Let me just say that they're not perfect, okay? They're far from perfect. And not only that, all of them have challenges in their life. May pinagdadaanan din sila. But how can they pray? How can they believe God for their campus? How can they believe God for open doors? Na may pinagdadaanan silang problem. The answer is, the kingdom was personal to them. It was personal to them. I remember, as you know, we are, come February, mago one year na tayo sa Santa Mesa. Okay? In our youth service in Santa Mesa. Just to give you a background, we started with that crazy idea because we knew that there are lots of people out there who couldn't come here in our Friday youth service. So the students and all of us realized, no, that's why we need to go out. So we, we started going out praying, evangelizing, preaching the gospel, asking, seeking, knocking. We started um, a small youth service. I don't have the picture, no. Pero we started a small youth service with 80, 80 students in the second floor of the multi-purpose hall doon sa may San Juan Medical Center. Somewhere there. Okay? It's hot. It has two windows. It has no aircon. And it has no electric fan. We were on fire. We were sweating. We were like, oh, parami naligo. Okay? All you have to do is stand there and you'll be wet. Okay? That happened for two times. Okay? August. And you know what the students were saying? 
Lord, give us a place, a bigger venue. Come September, we transferred to San Juan Gym that has like, what, 400 seating capacity. And students came in from 80, somewhere to around 200, 250 or so students came. They realized that God was doing something in their lives. But the student says, ah, Lord, wala pa rin aircon. Lumipat nga kami, Lord. <laughs> They're not saying this out of convenience. They were saying this out of faith. God, answered, God just answered their prayers. Magka-service doon. Maliit nga lang. Okay? Then God answered their prayers. They were transferred to a bigger venue. Wala nga lang aircon. <laughs> so God was now asked, they're now praying, Lord! Lord, we're praying for a big place. Lord, we're praying not just for San Juan, but for Quezon City and for Manila. And Lord, please give us an aircon. That was September or October. Or no, sorry, November. We went out praying, asking, knocking. Just did a random call to SM. It was open. We're asking, seeking, knocking. And guess who uh, welcomed us there? The name of the point person there was Christ. Christ opened the door. <laughs> Francis called. Usap sila. Then afterwards, guys, good news. Christ is at work. <laughs> Christ is gonna head of us. So what are we? Huh? That was December. January, we were praying. February, we launched. And right now, I think we're averaging uh, 300, 350, 400 max. Believe with us, we're praying either for a bigger venue or we're praying for two services. Stand with us in prayer. How did this happen? And, and that's just Santa Mesa. Amazing things happening in Green Hills as well. Started and there was 100% growth. What did we do? Did we, you know, did something? No, pray, ask, seek. Boni Serrano. Okay, our youth service there in Boni Serrano has only 50 seating capacity. They were asking. They were in faith. Surprised na lang kung saan tayo. But pray with us. Who knows? Might do alimol. God is at work. Ask. Seek. Knock. Then let me end with this verse. It says here, Verse 12. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Now, when the first time I read this to prepare this preaching, parang, hmm, ano kinalaman ito sa message? We were praying about prayer, being persistent in prayers, then all of a sudden, the golden rule. You've heard this, right? Uh, there are similar commands like this in other religions. Like, uh, do not do unto others what uh, you don't want others to do unto you. You've heard this, right? But Jesus' command was different. The word was do. Ibig sabihin, we are proactive. We are doing something. Ibig sabihin, hey, you want others to forgive and love you? Why don't you go forgive and love them? Even though they are not lovable. No strings attached. Do also to them what you want others to do unto you. But the question is, ano kinalaman niya sa topic natin ngayon about being persistent in prayers? The key word is the word so. Can you say so? So, in its Greek word, what it actually means is therefore. And as you know, every time you see or read in the Bible the word therefore, you should look what is there before. 
And ito yun, kakabasa lang natin yan. So what does it mean in the context of prayer and being persistent in prayer? It means that not only do we ask, seek, knock for our personal desires. Not only do we ask, seek, knock for the Holy Spirit to move in our hearts, to change our hearts. Not only do we ask, seek, knock for the kingdom of God to come in our lives, but we also ask, seek, knock, persist in prayers for others. And God was saying, as you do this, you would realize you love God and you love other people. And if you summarize that, that is actually the summary of the Bible. To love God and love others as you love yourself. That is the law in the prophets. That was Jesus was saying. Imagine a community that loves other people. Imagine a community that not only prays for their own desires, but prays for other people as well. Could you imagine someone who is knocking, seeking, uh, asking, persisting in your needs as well? Imagine a community like that. Again, you know, this is not to um, bring them in the spotlight, but for me, I'm just so thankful for the team that we have here. These people were with me when there are hard times in my life. They were praying with me. They visited us or when, when there was challenges in my personal family. They were genuinely concerned about me, not just with my work or what I do. And the good news is, this just doesn't happen with that. I have heard stories already among victory groups wherein the leader or even the members go the extra mile of praying for that person, standing with them. Pwede naman ang mabuhay ng walang pakilamanan, tiba? And that's our culture today. Just listen to our earphones. Uh, to our, uh, we just put our earphones, we just listen to the, our music and our own world. But God's saying, no, imagine a community in the kingdom of God, in the family of God, wherein all of us here, collectively, communally, are asking, seeking, knocking for our needs and other people's needs, for the Holy Spirit's work and other people's work, uh, the Holy Spirit's work in other people's lives, for the kingdom to come in our lives, our families, our work, our campuses, and for the kingdom to come in their lives, their campuses, and their companies and families. So in short, it's not just about us. And that's redefined. It was never about us. It was about Him. And collectively us living to worship God. I just want to encourage all of us here. It's okay, we can pray. Lord, pray for grades. You must do this they are in the hell week. Submissions, finals. But at the same time, we may say, Lord, we're praying for my business, provision, opportunities, praying for my family. That's good. When was the last time you prayed for the other person's grades, family, company, opportunities? God is saying, as a kingdom member, as a citizen, we do not only come and persist in prayers for our own needs, but for others as well. Church, let me encourage you. Come to God. Let's ask, seek, and knock. God's promise is, we will receive, we will find, and the door 
will be opened. Let's bow down our heads and pray. Lord, I pray right now that you would do a mighty work in our hearts. Holy Spirit, come. Lord, we're sorry. Because right now, we may have prayed wrong prayers. I believe God is telling you right now, that's okay, son. That's okay, my child. That's okay, my daughter. I love you anyway. Come to me. Come to me. Thank you, Lord. I believe God is renewing the spirit of sonship upon us. That He who turns the sons to the fathers and fathers to their sons. That there's going to be reconciliation, not just for you, but right now, I believe in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, may you put a burden in our hearts. Holy Spirit, come. You call us not to be, not just to ask, seek, and knock for our own needs, but also for the needs of others. Holy Spirit, would you reveal to us specific people, circumstances that we need to pray for. Right now, O Holy Spirit. I believe some of us, God is like revealing to us a person, a sister, a tita, or maybe an opportunity, or maybe uh, in your campus. Many reveal say, God, pray, pray for your campus, or your boss, or the business of your competitor. I don't know what it is. But if the Holy Spirit has revealed something to pray for, I'm going to give you a moment right now to pray for that. Why don't you bless that person? Ask the kingdom of God to come upon that person or that circumstance or that company's life. I believe as we are praying, the Holy Spirit wants to set us free from being entitled and selfish. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And He's freeing us from bitterness. He's freeing us from being uh, self-absorbed. He's expanding your horizon. Lord, thank you right now because you're opening our eyes so that we may see what's in front of us. Jesus' name. Another group of people, another thing that I want to pray for, maybe for some of us here, we're saying, Lord, I feel like it's so hard to pray. Or I'm praying, but it's not going there. I feel like not doing it. With all heads bowed and eyes closed, I want to declare the truth of God over your emotions right now. If that's you with no one looking around, I want to pray for you. Can you quickly raise your right hand? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for those hands. You can put it down after you raise. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you saw those hands in the dust. They're trying to pray, but they just feel like they can't go through. But if right now, God is telling you, my son and my daughter, that I'm bigger than your emotions. Know this, my son, and trust in this. Fix your eyes on Jesus, the author. He started this, the author and perfecter. He will finish this, the author and perfecter of your faith. Right now, I believe, let me just declare this. God, would you redefine how they see you? That they would see you crucified and that you out of the joy set before you endured the cross, scorning its shame so that we could come to you, Lord God, Bold and confident, knowing that you are gracious and true.
Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcast.